What I appreciate the most, you start off your workshop and saying, what's your definition of poverty? You're not telling us what to think. And at the end, you're still not shoving it down or like, this is the wrong answer and this is the right answer. Raise your hand if you got it right. It's about moving that needle along. And I would say I've had some background in this, otherwise I wouldn't be doing this. But every time I'm in a workshop, my needle gets pushed a little bit further. And um, I learn every time. Welcome to the Ending Poverty Together podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Shalane. We're here to discuss big questions about poverty in bite-sized ways. Today we're here to talk about the Ending Poverty Together workshop that Food for the Hungry offers in a slightly different format than our usual podcast. Yes, Eric, both you and I have been facilitating these workshops over the last five years, and today we're going to talk with two people who have experienced the impact of this workshop. Why don't you go ahead and introduce the guest that you had a chance to speak with? So Wendy Park is the co-founder and executive director of Care Impact, which used to be called Forever Families, and it's an organization that she and her husband Harold founded to assist the church across Canada to effectively journey with children and families who are in hard places. And I had a chance to sit down with Craig Thiessen, senior pastor at Ross Road Community Church, to hear how the Ending Poverty Together workshop helped to shape the satellite food bank ministry they run. But first, Eric, I'd love to hear from you about how the Ending Poverty Together workshop has helped you form your understanding of poverty. So how would you finish the sentence, poverty is? Yeah, it's a great question, Shalane. So. The workshop has really served as a foundation for my understanding of poverty, along with a few different authors and resources that are kind of tied to the workshop. I I think the biggest thing when it comes to poverty that I've come to understand is that it is a complex, holistic thing. It's Mm. something that impacts the whole person. It doesn't just impact the wallet. It doesn't just impact the the bottom line. It is emotional. It can affect our cognitive processes. It can impact our ability to dream and make a future for ourselves. Mm. Poverty has an impact on how we feel. Poverty has Mm -hmm. an impact on what we think about. So that's probably you know, my roundabout way of saying that poverty is really complex mm-hmm. and that it it really does have an impact on the whole person. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the opportunity to facilitate the Ending Poverty Together workshops is that it gives people a safe space to sit with this topic and consider poverty in ways that perhaps they haven't ever before. And so Mm -hmm. one of my greatest joys of facilitating these workshops is those aha moments Mm -hmm. where people recognize that poverty is complex. Poverty isn't just about a lack of material things, but that there is the understanding that poverty is, that I'm I'm impoverished. I'm maybe not as vulnerable as some other people, but I share in the the poverty that is part of the human condition. So we are going to hear a little bit more from our guests that we mentioned as they share how the Ending Poverty Together workshops have impacted them and their organizations. So Wendy 
Why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your role with Care Impact? Sure. Well, thank you for having me here. Um, yeah, my name is Wendy. I'm here in Winnipeg with my family. I have my with along with my husband. We raised five kids, uh, two grandbabies, and. Uh, yeah, back in 2013, we left our jobs to start Care Impact, we formerly Forever Families of Canada, and um, really with a burning desire to see the church engaged in these spaces that we were working in, uh, with social services and the, the correctional institutes, and seeing how could we connect and equip the church to get into these spaces in effective ways. And so here we are, and uh, mm-hmm. now we're growing our team, and uh Yeah, we've been really appreciative of uh, partnering with you guys uh, over the last few years. Mm -hmm. We've absolutely loved uh, to to be in that partnership with you. And I know before we started recording, we were just reminiscing about um, (laughs) the first time that you and I met, which was actually just right as the pandemic was beginning. We were in Winnipeg meeting with you and your team. um, And we were talking about the Ending Poverty Together workshop, and we had an opportunity to kind of share that workshop with your team. And so I'm curious from your perspective and your experience, what was it, what is it about the EPT workshop that caused you to include it as uh, really a foundational course for all of your care impact training? Yeah, like right from the start when we looked at how can we connect and equip the church and we're focused on child welfare and and looking at prevention to Mm -hmm. adoption, foster care and and those transitioning out of care. And and we want to get churches into those spaces and we were making headway with agencies and and communities to be that bridge between them. We knew that if we're going to invite the church into those spaces, we needed to do diligence. It was almost our ethical obligation to Mm. offer also resources and training. And so we knew that we didn't have to be the experts at everything, mm-hmm. but we needed to find those that were doing that. I always say we don't do everything. We just find people who do it and do it well. And then we found you guys. And when I, I sat through the workshop and I, I sat across, to, I had a coffee with Shalane, I knew that this was something that we could do together. And mm-hmm. if we could bring uh, churches that we were working with into your workshops, they would gain a better understanding of the demographic we're inviting people into. Um, Child welfare is a poverty issue. It's a relational poverty issue at its core. And so what you offer is so, like I I took my master's degree in some of the stuff that you're doing and I'm like, I could Mm -hmm. sit in for a few hours and get it in a nutshell and not just high up (laughs) ideology or theology and kind of like this cerebral understanding of poverty not just a justice theology understanding of poverty, but how do you integrate what I believe and what Jesus says in the Bible into loving my neighbor across the street, those opportunities we're inviting them into. So you guys have just made it super practical. Uh, We just have to bring them to your workshops. And um, yeah, and and we always say like, we want to bring the the church, we want to invite the church into a posture of humility, into a posture of of, a growth mindset to, to take the student seat before we take the pulpit on, we don't want to be saving anybody. We want to be journeying with, and yeah, I could go on. Yeah. That mutual transformation that happens within the church, I don't think it just benefits those in the neighborhood that need the community of the church to to reach out. The church needs it. We are impoverished. Let's mm. look at COVID. There's relational poverty within the church, um, and we're all experiencing it. So, yeah, we're just so grateful for what you're doing, and uh 
we want to keep bringing churches to you and uh, sitting through those workshops. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so happy you touched on that humility piece in there because that's mm-hmm. a big part of where we started from when creating the Ending Poverty Together workshop is that there is all of this expertise. There is the theology. There is mm-hmm. the there's all of that kind of high level stuff that's been put into it. And it's, it's framed within all of that as, as kind of a framework. Um, but ultimately at the end of the day, we are talking about practical examples and we're also having a conversation. And I'm sure that that was a part of your experience as well. in in being a part of the workshop, I think a couple of times now, right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it really is just a conversation around these topics. It's not a lecture. It's not a, uh, you know, very interactive too. Yeah, very interactive and really uh, open to to having engagement with participants, with folks who have questions, who have experiences, relevant experiences to share. Um, so I'm so glad that you bring that that phrase in there because that's absolutely a uh, an important piece on our end as well. Um, Wendy, you you mentioned the church in there and equipping the church, and and that's a central focus for you. Who else, and and maybe even within the church, there's specifics we can get into, but who would you recommend should participate in the Ending Poverty Together mm. workshop? Yeah, like when it comes to equipping the church, um, let's face it, there there is some hesitation within church leaders to send church members or themselves into something that isn't owned by them, written by them. Mm. Um, but we found, we work with all denominations that follow Christ and and there's diversity. Like, my mm-hmm. goodness, I that's yeah. my favorite part of the job, putting everybody into a room and saying, let's do Jesus <laughs> together. Um, but what I found is within that diversity in, in the group, there's commonality. We're not... Yeah we're not going into doctrinal things. We're just really at the core of who the gospel is and uh, and how Jesus exemplified loving our neighbor. And so so I, ideally, I would say everybody in the church, we believe the whole church is called to care. Um, and that's mm. fundamental to who we are. And that's why we're equipping, we're not just targeting the pastor and Carol in the pew, that's always the one raising her hand to volunteer for the next best thing. Mm. Uh, we want to see that 80% in those workshops. That's our strategy to see how can we equip the whole church. But in order to, to reach all demographics of the whole church, yeah. we're finding, we're challenging leaders to take the first step come experience the workshop. And once they do, what we find is that next time, that's why we we keep coming back to you. We offer Mm -hmm. it over and over again, because next time they're going to bring their missions team. Next time they're going to bring their um, small groups. Next time they're going to bring other people that just Maybe they just came on a care portal request and they connected with a a mom and a baby. And now they're realizing in my neighborhood, there's poverty and I didn't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. now they're actually ready to learn because we don't know what we don't know. Um, But I've also had social services. I wear a very open book and we hide nothing with the agencies, the government and secular organizations. We partner with schools. Uh, We say, come see our workshops. We're not Mm. trying to be weird about it. And I feel very comfortable inviting them into your circles. Mm. And and I think you need to hear that because I want social services to not think we're having some hidden agenda, that we're putting Mm. tracks under the cribs, um, that we're we're having another agenda that they have to fill our pews. We Mm. are simply trying to be the student and understanding poverty. And so 
we've had social workers in those workshops. We've had birth parents in those workshops. We, and we want to learn from them. So, so having everybody in the room together and learning yeah. together, what I appreciate the most, you start off your workshops and saying, what's your definition of poverty? Mm-hmm. You're not telling us what to think. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you're still not shoving it down. You're like, this is the wrong answer and this is the right answer. Mm-hmm. Raise your hand if you got it right. It's about moving that needle along. And I would say, I, I've had some background in this, otherwise I wouldn't be doing this. But um, every time I'm in a workshop, my needle gets pushed a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And um, I learn every time. That's so good. Well, thank you so much uh, for being here, Wendy, and sharing. I'm curious, is there anything else that you wanted people to know about yourself, about Care Impact, um, about the Ending Poverty Together workshop? Anything else that you wish that I had asked you mm-hmm. about? Um, if you want to find out more about what we're doing and mm-hmm. how we partner with you, you can come to our, our website, a new website, careimpact.ca. Um, we have the Academy there uh, tab and you will find the Poverty Workshop. We also partner with other organizations um, to offer workshops, but you'll find child welfare focused ones that we work mm-hmm. on with you um, yeah. uh, on our Academy page, but also y- you can follow uh Food for the Hungry, they have it there as well. Um, I guess one of the things that I just want to leave our listeners with is here in Canada, uh, we like coffee, right? Oh, yeah. And if you want to go to any coffee shop across Canada, whether it's Tim Hortons or Starbucks or I like McDonald's coffee, I don't care. Um, you can find it anywhere and you know you're going to get your next need met. And, and I was doing some, some research recently with some colleagues and, and we have about 7,000 coffee shops and you're never going to run out. Uh, you're never going to go in need of coffee, but mm-hmm. we have 27,000 churches. Imagine if those 27,000 churches were equipped in poverty and people in the community, all within walking distance, usually imagine if they could be within walking distance to the church, the church community, which is broader than just a building. Yeah. Imagine if the church was all equipped with the things that you're offering in poverty. Um, I believe there would be a, a change in the trajectory of poverty in our country. And this mm-hmm. isn't about saving the day, being being the savior to to our community. It's simply loving our neighbor and bringing that sense of community and hospitality back. And so I just want to challenge the church to rise up. This is what we're called to. You don't have to pray about it. God already told us to just pray how you're going to get involved. And you probably want to start with getting into the workshop. So that's all I got to say. (laughs) Amazing. Wendy, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a privilege and pleasure to chat with you. And um, maybe sometime in the future, it'll be in person again. (laughs) After all of this is great. Likewise. Wendy and Eric, thank you so much for that conversation. It's so helpful to hear how the workshop has impacted you, Wendy, and your organization. We're going to shift gears here now, and I'm going to have a chat with Craig Thiessen, Senior Pastor at Ross Road Community Church. Craig, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate the time that you're taking to do this. Uh, You are the pastor, senior pastor at Ross Road Community Church in Aldergrove. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you call it Aldergrove or Abbotsford? We're technically in Abbotsford, but uh, right on the border, kind of. Okay, great. Well, I really have an inside kind of information piece on this Mm -hmm. because I have attended Ross Road for 
longer than I probably really want to admit, but um, I know some of the history. And so as I ask these questions, it may seem a little odd to you that I'm even asking, but if you would just give us some insights on how you actually became connected first with the Ending Poverty Together workshop. Mm-hmm. Well, the short answer is you, uh, be- <laughs> yes, <laughs> be- right. beca- because of your involvement at the church uh, for so many years. And I, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you did the Ending Poverty Together workshop prior to our food bank ministry starting up. Um, yes, that's at some correct. Point. Yeah, yeah. But about three years ago or so, our community food bank approached us, and uh, they were trying out a new initiative with uh, what they were calling satellite food banks. And so they came to us and said, our food bank is on the east side of town uh, and some people find it difficult to to get there. And so there are upwards of 50 people living close to you who Mm -hmm. access the food bank every month. And so they were creating these partnerships with different churches and different organizations where they provide the food to us, but we're the ones who create the connections with people and, mm. and, and distribute that food. And so as we presented that to the church and said, we, we can run this if we have people who are passionate about this and will get involved and people step forward right away. Uh, and you came forward not too long after that and said, why, why don't we do this workshop together, which will help us to think through what it is we're doing, what is it we're, we're trying to do, um, mm. what are the ways in which food banks are helpful and maybe not so helpful. And mm-hmm. so that was our introduction to the workshop and our team went through it uh, together right at the beginning. And uh, e- even even now we reflect back on on that experience and that guides us, uh, some of the thoughts there guide us in, in how we approach what we do. And that really leads into another question I have for you, and that is, what are some specific ways that the food bank is run now that the workshop did influence? Mm-hmm. How are you doing it maybe differently than you would have otherwise? Well, it really encouraged us to think beyond just giving out food. One of the questions that we talk about is what is poverty? Mm-hmm. And poverty goes beyond uh, simply not being able to afford food or not having access to food. Uh, there's a whole variety of of factors that contribute to that and some factors that we share too we have our own ways of experiencing poverty and so it reminds us every time that we're caring for a whole person here we're not just Mm. giving them food to to eat we're not just handing out you know craft dinner and and soup and whatnot Um, we're caring for whole people and so it's been neat over three years now that we've been doing this to be able to have faces and names of people that we've Mm. been able to have relationship with, real relationship with. Um, I I think of a gentleman who started attending our church fairly soon after connecting with us through the food bank and and we had coffee and talked about his life story and and actually Mm -hmm. he ended up dying of COVID last year and so that was a sad part of the story but I I actually take a lot of comfort in knowing that the last year and a half of his life he was connected Mm -hmm. to a loving church family that was able to care for him. Uh, through a care group and through other avenues like that. Um, hmm. And there's been an, an, you know, an, another story of, of a guy who started coming and was baptized recently in the church and, and you know, has other challenges in his life, but ways in which we can come alongside of him. Uh, another woman who has gone through some really difficult times lately and, and some people on our food bank team have supported her in, in other ways. And so 
we're, we're looking for a relationship. And so right from mm. the beginning, we've, we've had, we had to change through COVID obviously, but we, we have a coffee and connection time. So people can come in and sit down and, and talk for a little while, and then we can get to mm. know people. And, and you can see that, that especially like some of them just come in, take their stuff and leave and that's fine. But some of them are really starving for that kind of relationship mm. and just the conversation. Uh, and, and our goal is always to be listening to the spirit as we're talking with people and saying, how can we come alongside these people and in, in more than just the obvious way of, of handing out food. Mm-hmm. Mm. I appreciate you sharing some of those stories of how people's lives have really been affected and changed because it doesn't sound like it's just the people who are coming to receive the food. It sounds like people from the church are being changed as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's really rewarding um, to be a part of those kinds of relationships Um not just like I say in the way that we're helping other people, but we ourselves are blessed by those relationships because mm-hmm. these folks come to us with their own gifts to give to us in some ways. And, mm-hmm. and that's a joy to receive. Mm-hmm. One of the things that comes to mind when I think about actually doing this workshop with the initial group of people who thought they might be interested in volunteering was one woman who came to me after and said, that was incredibly helpful and I realized that what I was trying to sign up for was the opportunity to hand out a can of corn. Right. And so this is actually not the ministry for me mm-hmm. because of the relational nature. And I, I really appreciated her vulnerability, her authenticity, and then also just the recognition that there's you know, the body of Christ, there's different people cut out to do different kinds of things. Yes. And so this yeah. was actually part of the process of recognizing this isn't a good fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. It, it, it really is. Uh, it's neat to, to be a, as a pastor, to see other people using their gifts in that way too, who, who mm-hmm. are cut out for this kind of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's really a, a neat Avenue for people to use how God has gifted them and they're doing a fantastic mm-hmm. job. Yeah. Craig, recently in a sermon, you referred to somebody from our church mm-hmm. commenting on the food bank and about its role within our church. Can you, would you mind just sharing that? Yeah. So, so it was the, the morning. So we do this food bank once a month. It was the Saturday morning that we were doing it and I was um, getting set up and I happened to walk out into the parking lot and there was a guy from the church uh, uh, dressed to go to battle with the blackberry bushes behind the church. <laughs> they were completely overgrown into the neighbor's yard. And, and so this guy from our property team who had his, you know, machine in hand and ear earplugs in and steel toe boots <laughs> on. And, and I just went over to him because I, I looked at the enormity of the job that they were trying to do. And I, I just went over and said, Hey, I really appreciate you doing this. This, this is kind of thankless work. You know, it's, mm scratchy and you know painful and, and miserable <laughs> yes and uh and he didn't skip a beat he he looked at me and he said well we've all got to pull on the rope and there mm-hmm. are different leads on the rope and he pointed at the church and he said what what you guys are doing here with the food bank might be the most important thing that we do or one of the most important things that we do mm-hmm. and i just really value what you're doing 
uh, and this is how I contribute is by going to war with the blackberries. And so I just thought that was both a neat affirmation of him to recognize, mm. like you said, the gifts that he has to offer to the body, but also uh, uh, an affirmation of the work that we were doing with with uh, these folks from our community. Mm-hmm. One last question for you as we wrap up here, Craig. You are pastor of a church. Mm-hmm. We have other pastors, other people from church congregations listening. What do you think, or what would you like to say to other pastors about this workshop and how it might benefit other churches? Yeah, I, I would say that uh, it, it really will challenge maybe some of the assumptions that you carry about poverty and about mm. uh, people who are experiencing homelessness uh, or or people that you drive by on the side of the road. Um, I, I think we sometimes, uh, well, I think all of us carry certain assumptions about people mm-hmm. in those kinds of circumstances. Um, so the workshop helped, helped us to think through uh, the idea of poverty as more than just those kind of scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. And poverty mm-hmm. is something we all confront and uh, that the gospel really does address these in in full ways, right? That the gospel mm-hmm. is powerful when applied uh, in its fullness, and so that's I, that's what I appreciated about the workshop is is thinking through this what poverty actually is and how does the gospel um, confront it and what is our part in in working through it with people. Great, thanks so much, Craig. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you, Shalene. To explore what your next steps could be, or find out more about Ending Poverty Together workshops and what other Canadians are doing about poverty, start by checking out fhcanada.org education.